You are now listening to For the Record with Adian Loso. Yo, welcome back to For the Record Podcast. Yo, it's your boy AD checking in with you, also known as Big Cat. <laughs> All right, so we can't have all the egos. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's up? This is your boy Loso. Um, I don't have a nickname, so yeah. What's going on, AD? What's happening, man? We gonna get you a nickname. We'll get that soon. I mean, well, I guess Loso is my nickname, but I don't know. Ain't we not doing no? I can't make that noise you did, but yeah, we're not doing that. So well, we yeah. all right man let's go ahead and get started so normally at the beginning of every show we always announce the song that is number one for the week but this week there is such a tight race they did not announce the numbers as of yet Uh, the last I heard uh, Levitating by oh my god do a lipper do a lipper (laughs) Well, okay. Lipa. I, I think people apologize. gonna call her Lipa. Dua Lipa. Or is it Dua Lipa? I think it's Dua Lipa, but I like to call it the lip. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Levitating by Dua Lipa, uh, featuring the baby, is actually pacing uh, to be number one this week on the Hot 100. Um, I actually really, really love this song, and I'm, I'm rooting for him, man. That would really be dope. You What's crazy is, yes, I absolutely love it. What's crazy, uh, the song actually came out in October. It is now May. So that would be really, really dope um, if the song did, you know, get number one. I yeah. remember this happened um, a long time ago with uh, Aaliyah when she came out with Try Again. I think the song came out like in February of 2000 and it ended up reaching number one like in July of that year based on radio play. It got so much radio play, it actually skyrocketed to number one. And it seems like Levitating is becoming really popular because it is a pop song, but it does feature the baby. But they've been playing on a lot of hip-hop and R&B stations. Mm-hmm. So uh, she's been in a lot of radio play. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, even if it doesn't reach number one, number two, whatever, like, the song came out back in o- October. So that's huge. Absolutely, man. I think that's going to be a big thing, man. I think we spoke to this, you know, in one of the early episodes about just saying how her music is timeless. And, yeah. uh, you know, she's really proven to be a force, you know, just what we've seen. She hasn't been out that long. Um, so right. just to see her doing major things. I mean, of course, she won a Grammy this year. I mean, just, you know, big things. She has that star quality, man. So this is major. If your record is trending for like half a year, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, that's a big thing. Plus, with summer starting up, I think them hot girls going to want to bounce to levitating. Hey, and it is most definitely a summer bop. It's crazy uh, because prior to Levitating, I really never listened to Dua Lipa. Um, I heard a song, she came out with like this remix album and she had a version of Levitating with, um, I think it was Madonna and Missy Elliott and it was on a workout playlist I had. So I was like, I really like this song. But then I sing we yeah. know, we know you love this girl, and we know you heard it on your workout. We know. Go ahead, just run Duh! up and see it. Just run Wait. up and see. We not about to. Team. Just we not about to do that. Know. 
We not because if I join her team, you gonna be right with me. So what you want to ask? What you want to? What you want to ask her? What do you want to ask her? Moving right along. Right indeed. Y'all see how he He gonna write. Y'all see this? You know one of them notes that end up being like an anonymous stalker that you scared of. Loso <laughs> gonna be there for Dua Lipa. Dear Dua Lipa, I just wanted to let you know that I love you, girl. That's gonna Not be your voice, one. though. <laughs> Not that voice. I ain't mad at it, man. I, she has this one song called Physical, and I I fuck with that song so tough. So she, I mean, she does have some bops. I mean. Um, she had the album Future Nostalgia, which I really, really did like a pretty good amount of the songs on there. So I, I can hear why people would, you know, be into her music and to her craft. So, you know, I think it's really dope that she's going to be top of the charts pretty soon. It's yeah, yeah, I, I do agree. agree, do agree. Uh, another number one this week on the Billboard Top 200s, which is the album chart, uh, Moneybag, yo, his album actually returned to number one. So it debuted mm-hmm. at number one a couple of weeks ago. Um then last week it was dethroned by DJ Khaled, and now it's actually back at number one, which is kind of shocking to me because DJ Khaled, again, we talked about his albums, and um, you know we'll get more into him later. But uh, with him having so many stars on his album, you would think that that album would probably be number one, you know, several weeks in a row. You know, yeah. I would think. Uh, but yeah, Moneybag Yo is back at number one on the top of the Billboard 200. So shout out to West Tennessee. In this yeah, game. all of that, all of that. He can have it. I am missing it. If anybody out there listening can put me on to what it is, I, I heard the album as I mentioned in another episode. I, it, I don't know what to say about it. I, I, I'm missing it. it. It just sounds like a hotel bop. I don't know what it is. I can only listen to maybe like three, four tracks out of it. I was disappointed because I actually like Moneybag Yo. I think he does have a good sound, but I, I'm missing it. So, hey, if y'all like it, I, I don't love it. So do your thing. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to something more important. And that is going to be Big Dreezy, man. So Drake, he will be receiving the Artist of the Decade at this year's B, uh, Billboard Music Awards. Um, So it will actually be premiering on May 23rd. Um, and this is a huge accomplishment. Um, obviously, well deserved, though. You know, Drake tops. You know, all the artists is having the number, the most Billboard awards. I think he's at twenty seven. Um, and it looks like he's nominated for like seven awards again this year. So, you know, this is a major accomplishment, a major accolade. I mean, clearly, we know. You know, Drake's been putting out music consistently. They've, you know, they they've been bangers. I mean, whether we like it or not, you know, they are topping the charts. I think you and I have had a discussion about how. You know, people's albums can each have, a, you know, their singles on their album can be placed onto the chart. Um, mm-hmm. And that, create, that's, that creates and sustains a lot of popularity for them. Um, I definitely think this is well-deserved. You know, I, I think Drake takes over the radio waves when he, you know, when he drops anything. Um, you know, even when you drop that, you know, Scary Hours, you know, that we just recently heard from him. That took over. You know, he had all three, what was it? All three of the singles were in the top 100, wasn't it? I don't. Act, I don't listen to drugs. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So he had. He had <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Shit. So it, it's a major <laughs> thing, man. I, we've seen Drake do so many things, and you know, I think he's just a talented uh, person overall. You know, not only just mm. musically. I mean, he raps. He, he he clearly can act. I mean, Drake is is truly you know one for our time, and I, I definitely think that this was uh you know a just do for him. Can I say something? I feel like you're gonna do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> At least I, I did ask, you but did. so I, this is my thing, and and this is not to hate on Drake, but do people really think that Drake can really sing? I think that Drake can really sing. Okay, all right. That's do all you I'm mean like ask. actually sing? Like, 
Yeah, I mean, oh, now, there's, a, there's a difference. You can either sing or you can sing. So you can sing. Now, there mm-hmm. is something I would put before sing, and I guess that's something that a lot of producers do. Um, I would put Drake in that category. I don't think Drake can sing. Okay, this is my thing. I, because clearly we know, you know, and it makes me think of Nicki Minaj, of course, but just similar to when they sing, of course, I don't think it's just their voice. Obviously, like, you know, there's some enhancement that's placed on it as well. I think that they can carry a tune. I think they can carry, you know, I'm not saying yes. that Drake can just pull out sing, but I'm one of them people where I like when rappers sing. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I get, I get hurt with them. So uh, I like to hear them carry over the melody. I, I do, I've heard, you know, we hear Drake you know, sing some song. And I mean, it does sound good. I don't know what the production is doing behind it, you know, whether they auto-tuning it straight to the top. I mean, it, it doesn't sound like it's too far off from his original voice, uh, but I'm sure that they have some type of, you know, enhancement that is placed on that voice, but yeah. Right. So yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that it, he, like, he sounds terrible or nothing like that. I, it, what made me think of it is... It great. Know, I mean, he doesn't. But what made me think of it is because I remember there was an article, and you made me think of it because you mentioned that he sings. There was an article saying that Drake is like the most successful artist that can rap and sing. And I'm like, that is very not true. Um, You have Lauryn Hill, who can fucking blow and who can spit. And Chris Brown actually does an awesome job rapping. And Chris Brown can sing. Seriously, can definitely rap. I mean, yeah. He is just so an I, icon. He is the icon of his time. I'm not going to get started on Chris Brown. Such a talent that we have in yeah, the man. Chris so. Brown is dope. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't. That, that's why I wanted to ask. Like, what when people say Drake can sing? Like, do you really think that he can sing, sing, or you just think he can? Like, you know, for an example, Pharrell Williams. Pharrell can do both, but Pharrell is not a singer. He's not. Pharrell is, he is, sings, he's a writer. He's good. a producer. It does sound good, but he. I, I would put him in the category a little bit, maybe a little bit above Drake. And now again, I'm not. I don't like Drake, but I'm not saying anything about like he doesn't sound bad. Um, but he's just not a singer like that. That made, you me, know? That made me think of Kanye because Kanye sings sometimes too. And yeah, it Kanye sounds, does it. It does. It, it sounds good. I get it. So yeah. I get what you're saying. No, I don't think Drake can like saying like if he wanted to switch over to a whole you know R and B album where he's saying no. Um, I'm not saying that for you, but I just think he can carry a tune to where he doesn't need to to have someone featured on the track to sing it. The weekend can't either, so. I love when that man sings, and I'm so glad you brought it up. Mm, okay. okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. In addition to this, we have some excellent news. So, the uh, for the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, Foundation, uh, they got announced back in February. Now that I'm seeing this list, this is crazy. So, Mary J. Blige is on this list. The Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's, Jay-Z is also on this list, Shaka Khan, LL Cool J, and last but not least, Tina Turner and Dionne Warwick. This is amazing. Uh, Just the list of these names alone, these are huge, huge icons. Of course, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a, I mean, accolade to say the least. I mean, because when you think of these artists, you know, some of them, you know, I mean, you're not thinking of Mary J. Blige and Rock and Roll, right? Uh, but the fact we'll be inducted into the Hall of Fame, man, I mean, this is this is amazing. Um, all these artists are truly legendary in their time. Um, truly contributed, uh, excuse me, truly contributed so much to music and to the culture. Um, so this is this is a major accomplishment, man. This is really cool. Yeah, 
That is really dope. Shout out to all of them, especially my boy Hova. All of that. Okay, I was thinking more like Tina Turner, but yeah, sure. Tina's dope. I'm in the hole. Listen, the whole list is dope. LL Cool J, of course. I was just saying, shout out to LL Cool J and Mary J. Blige. Like, who would have thought? Yeah, that's a really, really dope. And the Foo Fighters, of course, they ran things for a few years back in the 90s. So they're they're super dope. So, yeah, shout out to all of them, man. It's a major, major, major accomplishment. Absolutely, man. And and this just really shows, like, you know, these people that we're naming, you know, they have been in this music industry, you know, at least 30 years plus, at least. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Some clearly, obviously, more. uh, I mean, these. I mean, Jesus, it had to have been like at least 70 years or some shit. So, I mean, it's just to really show you that. <laughs> it's been a, I mean, Dionne Ward was like out in what, like the 50s or 60s, right? Yeah, but she hasn't been out 70 years. I didn't say she been out 70 years. I said she's been in the music industry 70 years. Think about it, 50 and we in the 2020. So, if she came out in like 50s. No, that's she, all, that's I know like she's not she, she couldn't have came out that early. Damn, you, you really, you really put a lot. I'll do it. Yeah, let's see. I, I think she might sure. be a little bit older than my mom. Yeah, she's probably like eighty. She is eighty. Yeah, I'm talking about like her music though. I just want to know where she came. Yeah, Dionne Ward came out. First one was nineteen. Oh, it's a Grammy Award. Nineteen sixties. Okay, so the sixties. So sixty years then, not seventy, but sixty. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right, well, B, I was close. Damn, 60, 70, <laughs> a, a long motherfucking time, man. Longer than we've been alive. And, and hey, you do what you do, Dion. I'm fucking with you, girl. Do your thing. Listen, you have got to follow Dion Warwick on Twitter. I don't know if oh, you guys do, but listen. I've been seeing it. I've oh been my God. seeing it, man. It's hilarious. <laughs> and it's, it's like, she don't even be trying to be like, Shady, but she be like really letting people have it on there, bro. You know yeah. the older you get, the less you give a fuck about anything. It's like kids and old people; they is really gonna give it to you, like cutthroat. And it's hilarious, mm-hmm. bro. What well, I'm gonna be when I get older? Because I already don't give a fuck now. So. You are. You've been not giving a fuck. Ignorant as fuck. You gonna be that old man that's throwing shit at little kids and laughing about it, and then telling what the fuck you gonna do? You mm-hmm. want that? Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds mm-hmm. about right. And yeah. on that note, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go right on over to the fact that we're going to go to Lil Wayne. Now, we've been seeing Lil Wayne, you know, in different news and, and, and different uh, sources lately. But I do want to give him his accomplishment, man. Lil Wayne on the Big Four Hot 100 for 17 consecutive years. So with the exception of 2003, he has been charting since, I think, 1999. Uh, so... He actually got this accolade with the entry of Thankful, which was on DJ Khaled's album. He did that song with Jeremiah, which I thought was really dope, um, seeing that Jeremiah actually was, you know, really hit hard by COVID. Um, so I thought it was an excellent, you know, you know, fit for both of them. I thought that was a good, you know, matching. Um, so major mm-hmm. shout out to Lil Wayne, man. You know, he's been doing it shit since the 99 and the 2000. We know that shit, man. Yeah. So I, Lil Wayne been there. Guess, man? If anything else, man, he's definitely a contender. He's definitely he got to be on at least your top ten rap list. I mean, it just goes without saying. Um, he is one of those artists who has truly been able to transcend across different genres. And I right. say that to say, like, not only within his own music of just rap, and then he kind of went over to like the skaterboard, rock and roll. He kind of went through that mm-hmm. phase, but he's also was just able to jump on anybody's track and body that shit. And so Lil Wayne has really been able to diversify his portfolio and really clearly make a name for himself. It's so many young rappers that 
follow suit and give Wayne his problems. I can think of a million of these young rappers that are literally just little baby images of Lil Wayne. And they and they give right. credit to him as they should. They give They, they most give, definitely uh, they most definitely give credit. As they should, man. And that that's really all it's about is paying homage to those people that you saw coming up and that literally you're mirroring to be honest. So uh major shout out to Wayne man. This is a huge accomplishment man. Just think if you've been charting every year for damn 17 years that's wild, yeah. man. I couldn't believe that he sold his masters. You remember I mean, saying I that? Lil, Lil Wayne is a little, little slow, so I can believe stupid it. Stupid as fuck. Stupid it was. as fuck, man. I, I knew he was about to get that fed time and shit, but damn, bro. Yeah, that 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 was just. I don't know. I I just kind of feel like there there were there could have been many more options than to sell your like masters. Too, like man. that's a lot. That's a lot. And a lot of people it, wish they had that damn master. So, yeah, he shouldn't have did that. I really want to no. know what he was facing because it must have been more than what they was putting out in the headlines. Right. For you to do that. but And he only sold, I think it was what, like $140 million? Yeah, it, it, it just, wasn't. I, I feel like it, it should have been worth a whole lot more than that. Yes, bro. I feel like it was truly just undervalued for the price he got for it. And that's what kind of bothered me. I'm like, if you're going to sell it, nigga, like, that should be a billy or something, bro. Wayne been out. Years, bro. My whole childhood was filled with this man. I mean, the Carter Three album. I mean, you know, yeah, he he's most definitely a force. You know, I don't. I I used to be more of a Wayne fan back in the day. Like this new mm-hmm. person, I don't really, you know, yeah, I, I might hear something and be okay, on. but yeah, I'm, I'm really not into it now. But nonetheless, like the the man is incredible. You can't take that away from. Um, but yeah, he he shouldn't have did that. That was a bad move. Absolutely. Well, the Wayne. We pray that you get your shit back, sir. And we hope that you <laughs> fix your damn dreads, bro. Damn, I don't know what the fuck going on with that. It scares me. Hell, does he know? Yeah, I think he does. Uh-huh. <laughs> Moving on. So, we mentioned last week that J. Cole actually dropped his new project, man. So, good news on that. J. Cole album actually went to number one on iTunes in less than an hour. 43 minutes, this man took over iTunes. Yeah. I've been man. It's been rocking the sound waves, man. People have had varying opinions, but... You know, overall, for the most part, man, I thought it was a really good project. Um, you know, we've had this conversation, Loso, and I think I actually mentioned it to you about how, you know, going back, I can hear what you mean, and this is not to any discredit to J. Cole, but I can hear what you mean about it being something, I don't, I don't want to use your terminology of putting people to sleep, but just some, it's it, to me, I, I like it in a good way because it's something that I can put on and just vibe out to from beginning to end. And when I listen to it, you know, he had a couple little hits. I mean, one track, I think it's called Applying the Pressure. Uh, I love when he said this. He was like, if you laughing at a millionaire and you broke, then the joke is on you. I absolutely love that because that is fact. So it's, it is incredibly relevant to the time we are now. I feel like we as a culture spend so much time bashing celebrities and, and really going in on famous people and people that are in the spotlight when it's like in reality, bro, everybody is human for one. And two, they fucking up, but they fucking up and they rich. You fucking right. up and you poor. That's sad. That's sad. <laughs> it's upsetting sad. me. It's upsetting me and my whole girl. <laughs> I digress. But I, I just say all that to say, man, I think lyrically he, he really uh he really brought it. He really I mean it, it's not like it's out of J. Cole's fashion, but it just was something that really just resonated, I feel like, with anyone people like J. Cole is because he remains true to self and, and hasn't really allowed 
money or fame to really change who he is or change his persona. And I feel like we can hear his just his uh, humility in his in his rap. So I thought it was an excellent project, man. If y'all have not heard J. Cole's new project, you definitely want to check it out. It's titled The Off Season. Um, I mean, just the composition itself. I thought it just flowed when I, I actually was listening to it in the gym and I just played it from start to finish and it just flowed. Um, he has a couple features on there. You got, you know, Six Black. Lil Baby was on one of the tracks called Pride is the Devil, which is an excellent track. And him and 21 Savage, I don't know what it is, but their their synergy just flows. Like, I love it. And, and you know, we heard it on the track a lot with 21 Savage put out. Right. Um, and J. Cole, and it, and it hit. But they have a track called My Life. Uh, it's also a feature, the, the guy that sings is called Murray, but it is a banger, bro. It's actually one of the top songs on the album. So I love their synergy, bro. I, they sound great together. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah, they, they most definitely do have a great energy. So I did um, I did check out the album, and I will say it was better than I thought. I still can't say that I liked it, but I, I mean, I, I will say it's it's something that I would let play in the background, you know, or whatever, and just kind of listen to it but yeah that that's really about it um j cole hella talented rapper producer but he just i, I don't know his he, he's just boring to me that's just my opinion yeah I, I do want to say something else i, I have my hand raised can i ask a question all right let's put your hand okay so could you and i'm being no. petty no i'm being real petty could you tell me who is uh featured on j cole's album one more time let's see well, you you said it earlier. I just wanted you to repeat it. I know you did. You dirty bitch. <laughs> I don't want to call him just black. I always feel like he's six black. <laughs> That's not his fucking name. His what name is, is black? black. That's stupid. I like six black. What is his name? How, how is this six stupid black is his name? Because there's there's a six in front of the L A C K. So maybe it's, it's slack. It's like a maybe it's a B. Maybe it's, it's like black. a slack. Do you, want, do you want people calling you uh, D.A.? That's not your name. Well, that would be an injury. I'm going to start calling you uh, D.A. Uh, moving on to something more important. Uh, <laughs> Iman and Tayana Taylor. And that's Iman Shurford, by the way. I don't know if she ever took his last name. But Iman Shurford and Tayana Taylor. They're about to get their own show again. Um, this time it will be on E. Um, I think uh, if you guys recall, they did have a show on VH1. Uh, called Iman and Tayana, but this time they have a show um, coming out on E. It's going to be called We Got Love, Iman and Tayana. Um, I think this is going to be great. Um, when I did see the show, it only had one season. Um, they have a really cool family dynamic. Um, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, they're like my fantasy couple. I mean, put simply put, they have gorgeous children. I mean, and just the relationship that they have with one another. It's like they just fucking homies who be fucking. And that's what you mm. want right there. That's what you want in marriage. I'm just saying. Uh, it, they seem to just have this uh, this energy and this connection with one another, though. And I think that it really does translate well when we see them in public and when we see them um, on television. So I'm actually excited to hear this. I think that, you know, E will do a much better job of uh, portraying them as far as everything goes with their lives and their children and marriage. Much better job than VH1 will do. Um, I think it'll mm. just have... I think it'll have a little more class to it, if, if that makes sense. Mm. So uh, I think this is a great fit for them, man. I think they were made for this. We know uh, Tiana recently mentioned 
you know, after the announcement of the uh, the Grammy nominations that she was going to retire from music. Uh, of course, we don't know how long that lasts. You know, artists say all the time they're going to retire and then come back out. So, of course, we want you to come back. Um, but she's doing big things. I know she has her old uh, production company. Um, what is it? Unteased Production or something like that? I don't know. She has something like that where she's starting to... Um, you know, do like production and, and producing and stuff like that. So I think she has a lot more coming out in the works. But this show, and is I do remember good. directing her directing because she directed Monica's video, mm-hmm. and she directed something else. So I I I, I do remember hearing about that. This is my first time hearing about the production of. Let me see. It's Auntie something. Tayana, okay, it's a production studio. Okay, creators. okay, okay. So I knew it was something. Uh, oh, okay. So it's like a thing. Damn, she's gonna have her own like little Tyler Perry setup. So it's a five-acre lot. It's gonna offer production, mm. green room, green screen rooms, recording equipment, and more. So that's really dope. I I, I will say, Tiana, you know whether she does music or you know she's doing her thing on the side, you know directing or production. That that what you just said is is very very smart uh, and lucrative as well. So absolutely, shout out to her. Um, I'm I'm really confused on how they went from E to VH1. I mean, from VH1 to E, that's... I'm, I'm, I don't know, like... Did, uh, did they say, like, what the show's going to be about, or... Is it I mean, just maybe their just family? Their maybe just their life. I'm sure it'll kind of have kind of like a reflection of what they did on VH1, mm-hmm. which when they were, I mean, it was just showing them, you know, out and about, or like they were grocery shopping. I mean, just kind of showing their life. Um... But with their kids, you know, just, you know, it was showing uh, him kind of traveling and her in the studio, um, but mm. just kind of how they interact with one another. So I thought it was really cool. Um, but okay. it's, it's saying it's going to give an unfiltered a lot. So juggling music, fashion, business and family. So, yeah, you know, pretty much I, it's pretty similar to what they were doing on VH1. But I just think it's all about the editing and the portrayal of the people. And I feel like mm. he does a more classier job of portraying people like, let's just say the Kardashians or I mean, even Black China had that show with Rob on it. And I mean, right. Black China. Oh, Black I forgot kid. about that. Yeah, she did have I mean, that show. That was I on mean, E2? That was on E, bro. E? Yeah. Oh, well, bro, he's a Kardashian. So, of course, they. I mean, and that was popular at the time. Was her mama on there? Oh, I don't know, because I do remember she's, seeing it. She's rough. Bruh, she's rough looking, I, too. you seen Zeus. I seen it when she was on it. Give me the fuck up out of here. Now, what's like, Zeus? Zeus is like that separate network where it's got um, Jocelyn Hernandez show. Oh, on there. okay, you know, okay. Uh, I know Black China show is on there, but yeah, you're right. Which, I mean, they're from Southeast D.C., baby, so, uh, you know, I have lived in Southeast D.C., Black China. I know where you come from, girl. That's it. why you act like that. Okay, I, I, wow, I nigga, that. I said I've lived there. I'm not from there, <laughs> mm. but I'm fucking with well. Y'all. All the same, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout, Shout out to, to Southeast Ghetto. Moving right, on. So, uh, <laughs> moving on. So this was kind of crazy when I saw this. Crazy, but I've been seeing a little Uzi Vert, aka the Golden Child, since he's gotten that huge diamond implanted into his forehead. <laughs> you've seen him and rapper half of the city girls JT just been loving it up and loving it down amongst one another city girl. you know city good boy and we've been seeing where everything been going on back and forth J, I mean not JT but Lil Uzi getting into it with Carisha aka 
uh, Miami or Little Miami, whatever name is. Uh, we've seen the drama unfold amongst this couple, but then recently they had done, I think, a photo shoot, um, and it showed actually that they have gotten matching tattoos. So Uzi done got mm-hmm. JT name tatted on him, and JT done got Lil Uzi name tatted on her. It don't say Lil Uzi, it just say Uzi. Mm. This is the thing, children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not children. <laughs> this is the thing, children. If you can hear us, please don't get tattoos tatted of people on your body. It's not. It's not a thing. It is not a thing that you want to do. Um, now look, I, I just have so many words for this. So many words and not enough words at the same thing. Let time. us pray, church. Let us pray, because. <laughs> Not only are the tattoos looking like some Mayan scribble or some shit, but secondly, you done got somebody named Teddy on your whole damn body that you ain't even married to. And then if you was even married, people get divorces. Um, I just wanted to be known. And mind you, they are young. We have mentioned this again, that they are young. Um, Why, kids? Why? I'm just wondering. <laughs> Mind you, and it looks like Lil Uzi is 26 and JT is 28. So, okay. JT should know better then. Let me put it on her. She should know better. She is closer to 30 and bit, you don't be getting niggas' names tatted on your damn body, girl. Yeah, that, that's just, that's a bit much. I mean, like, it, it's, I, I, I absolutely love tattoos. I have several and I, I'm not, I'm, we're not doing that. No. Never. No. Never. I'm not. Like, you know, there's, I don't feel like there's anything. Well, first of all, you do whatever you want to do. I don't agree with it, but you do whatever you want to do. I don't think there's nothing wrong with matching tattoos, but somebody name like that's kind of a lot. That's I ain't a say kinda, whole it's kind of a lot. And but I'm you know, with you, like matching tattoos, cool. That uh, matching tattoos kind of dope if it's something that you know we both find that has significance and meaning to both of us. That's perfectly fine. We want to yeah. both get ocean waves tattooed on some shit because we both love the beach. See, if yeah. we break up, bitch, I still love the beach. So, we did. Like, <laughs> exactly. But now if you break up, you're going to have Uzi on your wrist. Yeah. Unless she, she can say she like the gun. Ain't a Uzi a gun? It is, but I hope she ain't. So, that's what you going to start selling people? Bitch, I mean, I love she, Uzi. she's that fucking ratchet. Have you heard that shit? Hell, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. I am not a big fan of the City Girls, and it's so crazy um, because people love them. Absolutely. They do. Um, they're baby Trinas in my eyes with a little more roughneck appeal. Um, and they got a, I mean, they got a couple bops. A lot of it comes from the production that they have. They have excellent production. Um, they have that bangs. Um, and I, I like that song. They got a couple of tracks, but I'm, overall, I'm not a City Girls fan. It's, it's too much for me. It's like when I hear a song, WAP, it's just too much. Too much for my heart. But you listen to Nicki Minaj. The okay. Queen. Uh, what's coming up next? <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take a break, y'all. Um, you know, in the in the in the interim time, we will not be getting matching tattoos. Um, so <laughs> please stay with us and, and try not to do the same either, okay? All right, y'all. Meow 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> Break. 
What's happening in? Yo, it's your boy AD, one of your co-hosts for For The Record. Yo, check me and my boy Loso out as we discuss music in the windows, pop culture, great music, and who your mama and them used to bump back in the day. Yo, so check out For The Record podcast. New episodes dropping every Wednesday. All right? Peace. Hello, and welcome back to For Hello. The Record podcast. Hello, mate. We back. We back, bitch. We are gone now. You can't hear us talk. We're gonna keep going. <laughs> oh, man. I watch way too much of Insecure, y'all. Welcome back, man. Thank y'all for being here again with us on For the Record Podcast. Um, so we're gonna pick back up a little bit of the news that we actually just got. It was actually pretty cool. Uh, rapper Corday, if you guys are not familiar with him, he used to be a part of the uh, the YBN uh, group or you know whatever they want to be. Um, and he actually has, yeah, that bingo. He has become a CEO of his own label, High Level Productions. So this is a really cool thing. Um, it hasn't been word that's been put out yet if it's going to have any type of uh, connection with his current label that he's on. Um, but if you guys may know, I think I was mentioning it uh, to uh, Loso earlier. Uh, YBN Corday, um, he's done some pretty good work. Um, I do remember that song that he did with her, which was kind of like a you know a powerful song you know at the time, especially hearing it from such a young rapper. Um, but he also is the one, I don't know if he still dates her, uh, but if you guys are familiar with the, uh, the tennis player, Naomi Osaka, he used to date her. I don't know if they're still together now, but that's when I first actually heard of this man. He's really young, um, very up and coming. So just to hear that a young man actually is, uh, moving forward with a major thing, man. I mean, yeah, if you know that dope. you're, you know, that. Yeah, if you're the head of a record label, I mean, you can literally sign whatever artist you want, develop them in the way that you would like in your image. I mean, you have, you know, really total control at the moment. So I think that's a major thing for him to be doing, especially at such a young age. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I do remember him now from being on the song with her. I'm still not that familiar with him, but I'm going to see what I can uh, see what I can find about him. But shout out to him, man. That is a huge accomplishment, especially at a at a young age. So huge, huge shout out to him. Yeah, the dude is definitely like um, he's like twenty four. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, so shout that's out to him, man. Most definitely. So we have some more news. The Migos are coming back with the Culture Three, and it will be coming out on June the eleventh. Now, uh, of course, you know everybody is familiar with Quavo. You got Offset. You got Takeoff. Um, exactly. So yeah, man. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to hearing it. I'm. Not a huge fan, but I I actually like the Migos. I think you know their, uh, you know their personality, their wordplay, you know everything that you know they do musically is actually kind of dope to me. You know for the clubs, I will say. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of excited to hear you know what what they coming out with, and uh, you know Takeoff I think is my favorite. He's most definitely the most slept on. Uh, Takeoff got bars. Y'all yeah, better wake up. We yeah. saw that from the solo projects that they each released, and clearly the one right. we thought was going to do the best actually did the worst because my yeah. money was definitely on Offset, um, and his was like it tanked. I don't know what that yeah. shit was. Quavo on his solo project that I fucked with, um, yeah, and then Takeoff definitely had the best, so no question. Yeah, asked. I'm actually I have I mixed feelings about this because I think we hear Culture, you know, just the name of the album. We know it's kind of mm-hmm. like a series, you know, and Culture the first project they did was amazing mm-hmm. i would honestly say that album was vinyl worthy um pretty much every track on their bank culture two was a disappointment 
I had to really find tracks that I actually liked on there, and it took time. Um, so I don't know what to expect from Culture Three. I just I don't want them to get so complacent and oh, we rich niggas with money now, so we ain't got to get much. Effort. Right. And that's right. what I was getting from Culture Two. Culture, the first one, it felt like they put work into it. You know, those right. are songs that will still play now, like What the Price. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it Kelly Price. I mean, it had a lot of bangers on that one, and I just felt like they put a lot of effort and energy, and it showed through the work. Um, the second one, though, I just I completely lost that faith in them that they could, you know, give another project like that. Um, so hopefully they'll get it back, man. And I, I really want them to do well with Culture Three. You know, we heard the yeah. track that they put out recently, Straightening. Uh, which I did not like at first. I thought it was stupid as fuck. But then when I heard it in the car, <laughs> when I heard it in the car, like beating down the block, I was like, okay, I can see how this some, yeah, know, this, this some nigga shit to be riding through the streets. I can see it. Okay, right. So I agree. Was, I I do agree with with the whole album thing. I feel like um the first album they were very hungry. Second album was of course more commercial. More for the pop pop charts. Uh, it actually did do very well, but I I think like their their fans who really liked the first album really weren't feeling us. So maybe this third project will kind of give us what we were missing. Um, I hope this is the last series of culture. Like it's it's, it's got to come to an end. You know, like Adele. You know, she did nineteen, she did twenty one, she did twenty five. She said her next album is not going to be based on an age. Like it it has to end somewhere. Um, so yeah, this, this culture stuff is it's gotta stop. Like <laughs> just just you know, just just give us something else. But hopefully it is it is gonna be a good album. Um and, and, and I'm excited and it's, it's actually gonna kinda take us to the next topic because um I'm an Apple Music person, I know you are as well. And um mm-hmm. Apple Music is actually about to collaborate with Dolby Atmos. Um it's coming to Apple Music soon, and it's going to give listeners a lossless and spatial audio experience. Oh, uh, this no. is Apple's biggest advancement yet in sound quality. Uh, everything will be bigger and better and giving um, us fans and you know music lovers a really, really dope experience. It's said to be um, kind of like what Tidal did with Hi-Fi, mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to be bringing it to Apple. I will say this, uh, and people always try to shit on Apple, especially Android users, saying that Apple takes stuff from uh, Samsung or something that maybe LG did or or whatever, and they copy it. I will say they may use that idea, which I feel like is perfectly fine, because everybody does it all around, but they actually capitalize off of it, and they make the shit work. So I'm really, really excited to hear about it. You know, with Tidal, um, I did have Tidal when it first came out. Um, and the Hi-Fi was cool, but it wasn't giving me what I thought it was going to give based off of, you know, what, what they were what they were saying about it. I feel like Apple is really going to to, to give it to us. I really do. I'm excited to hear that, man. I mean, yeah. like you said, we both are, you know, Apple Music users. Um, so just to hear that they're going to enhance the sound, which I think is great. I mean, I'm constantly playing, you know, Apple music all the time. So just to hear that, they're right. gonna, you know, create an improvement to that, man, I love that, you know, that's technology for you right there, baby. Yes, sir. I cannot wait to, to, to hear it. And I already know that with Apple music, I don't know if you've noticed, uh, they have the, if you list a particular album, you can see like the motion and the album artwork. Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, I noticed that when I um, when I saw Justin Bieber's project, Justice, and he was like, he was like in the middle of a street and the tunnels were like electrifying now. 
And then I saw okay. the money bag yo's too when he was sitting okay. in the car and it moved. So I I mean, it just makes you feel like we're in the future. It's yeah. it's like when you call people, why call them regularly? FaceTime. We're in twenty twenty one. It's what we should be doing. This is true. But some people don't like FaceTime, which I, I get it, but I also get what you're saying as well. You so know yeah. why they don't like FaceTime? Because they Cause scheming. Because they, they over there scheming and they got their hands on something they ain't supposed to be touching. Oh, is that what it is? Moving on. Okay. I thought you were going to say because they ugly, but I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, talking about people, you talking about people's kids. I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't say that. nothing. Moving I'm on. Nobody kids this time. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Y'all, so we just found this out, man. Ariana Grande is now married. I think this is her first one. I think it is. You know, she's been engaged like two, three times. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. she marries uh, Dalton Gomez. So this is her boyfriend, I think, of a year. Um, he's a real estate broker, I think, out in the West Coast area. But they've been uh, together for a year. So they got married in a small, intimate setting in her home. Um, so major congrats to both of them, man. Uh, as we both know, you know, Ariana Grande tragically lost uh, Mac Miller. And I think we all saw the effect that they had on her. Um, and it kind of stayed with her. And then she was with that Pete Davidson guy. Uh, Ariana does that whole Taylor Swift thing, though, where she'll mention, you know, her breakups and her relationships mm-hmm. and her albums a lot. I mean, she has even has a song called Pete Davidson on one of her albums. I think it's Sweetener. I could be wrong, though. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm excited to hear that, you know, she's found love. You know, I think obviously it'll be reflected in her music. Um, right. Huge, huge pop star. Um, so I think uh, one of the articles I read mentioned that, you know, her now husband has to she is such a huge you know icon um right. you know that would be a big transition if you're just kind of a real estate broker and every time you go out now uh you're gonna get flashed by paparazzi so um i'm thinking it'll be a big adjustment man but congrats to them man i, I get the whole small intimate setting you know sometimes you just want to have that that type of environment just full of love and, and that type of uh, energy so major shout out to them yeah shout out to the beautiful union of miss ariana grande and yeah. uh mr dalton yeah, whoever that man is. So she's going to be Ariana. Whoever Frank is. She's going to be Ariana Gomez now. Mm. Well, is Ariana Grande her real name? I don't know. I feel like Ariana is a thing. Well, Grande. She looks like, she looks like an Ariana. But like Grande. The, isn't Grande big? It is her big? name. Her name is Ariana Grande Butera. Oh. So is Grande her middle name? No, it's like hyphenated, so you know. Oh, okay. Oh, damn, she's twenty-seven. I thought she was like nineteen. She hooked that ponytail. She needed to do something with her hair because that kind of throws me off. I knew you was gonna say that. Plus, her name's Ariana, which sounds childlike. So I get what you mean. Yeah. You remember when she was always wearing them sweaters that was too long for her, and they was swallowing her ass with them fucking ponytails. Yeah. Yeah, she's like a little kid. But I mean, I, I, I do like I like some of her music. Um. You she cool. She has an amazing out. voice. You have to check out Dangerous Woman. That album from start to finish is like a dope project. Now she is, has good ones. Is that the album that had Tattooed Heart on it? No, that's the one prior to that one. Nah, um, I fucking love that song. So that, yeah, now that and I, God, man, I do remember that song. That was really dope. That's yeah. on Yours Truly. So that the was her debut album. Yes, and then she okay. got My Everything, which was really dope as well. But Dangerous Woman, I mean, you can play from start to finish. Like it's dope. She has really, I mean, she she has really good music to me, honestly, man. I like most of the songs that I hear on her album, and I think most of them are vinyl worthy, all the way up to 
Dangerous Woman. And then she came out with Sweetener. Then, you know, that's when she did that song with Nicki Minaj. And God is a Woman. Ooh. No Tears Left to Cry. She had that borderline song with Missy Elliott. Sweetener. Um, yeah. That has Get Well Soon on it. Yes. Exactly. That's my shit. Yikes. Okay. That's my shit. Yeah, I love that song. And, and you know what's crazy? Uh, Pharrell did that song. And oh, Pharrell yeah. had posted on his Instagram a, a clip of him singing. I was like, what the fuck is he singing? I was like, I like this shit. Mm. And she reposted it. And I was like, wait a minute. So I found out that was a song. Be a, uh, if you get a chance, people go listen to that song. It's called Get Well Soon. Ayana Grande. Um, pay attention to what she's saying. It's it's really, really good. But I mean, other than that, you know, she has she has some songs here and there. Um, but yeah, she, she's a, a, a huge deal. So Shout out to Miss um, Gomez on her um, nuptials. Gomez. Gomez and not Selena, Ariana. <laughs> so moving on, the next thing is, and this was this was uh, kind of uh, shocking, but not shocking at the same time. Um, if you all guys are familiar with Joe Budden, which I'm sure y'all is, uh, especially with the attacks that he has been doing on the Migos and other young rappers, <laughs> and they've been coming at his neck. Uh, right. He actually has a podcast. Um, and so recently, uh, D, the DJ that was on his podcast, Olivia Pope, actually quit uh, due to alleged sexual harassment um, claims that he was basically sexually harassing her. Um, so I actually uh, looked over the uh, the interview that she did. Um, she just mentioned it. I mean, she, she has receipts. She has specific timestamps where this idiot actually said on a recording, have we fought? Well, we should fuck. We mm. fucked yet. Stupid shit like that. And you actually, she mentions the fact that when he says certain things to her like that, of like, well, we should fuck, like, cat or crew members around would just kind of laugh, you know, or laugh nervously about it. But I don't think they realize that that perpetuates that culture for that to be, you know, condoned. Um, that's not cool at all. Um, clearly, you know, she's uncomfortable. I mean, she re- literally had to quit her job, which is really fucked up. Um, but for the fact that that to be the kind of whole work environment, I would honestly say if she has the receipts for this shit, which I mean, she literally had the exact times of the recordings. Like she was like, this happened at 30, 13 minutes and 48 seconds. This happened at 14 minutes and 26 seconds. If she actually wow. has receipts on this shit, yes. If she actually provides the receipts, I mean, this is, I mean, well, we know what this is going to be. Shout out to the shit out their ass and it's well-deserved. I can't believe you would actually be dumb enough to say this on a live recording. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> like, why would that be okay? It reminded me of when Amanda Seals mentioned that she used to meet with Russell Simmons. And one time she was in his office, and he said, have we fucked before? Mind you, this is a whole professional setting. And she was like, uh, no. Uh, so mm. it, it, it's just it, it makes a total uncomfortable work environment, and I'm not just putting it just on men because women do these certain things at times as well, and I don't think it, it's yeah. recorded as much. Um, right. So uh, it, it's it's really it's a people thing, and it's basically just to respect the decorum and, and a certain amount of professionalism that you should have in a workplace, and and whether it is something of where it's a podcast like this where it kind of has a little more of a, of a leisurely you know, kind of laid back setting, it still is a professional setting. And this woman should never have been disrespected in this manner. And she mentions that it has happened on multiple occasions frequently. Um, so um, I really hope that everything is settled in this in this matter. 
because it literally sounds like she has the receipts for y'all ass. And Annalise Keating says, always have receipts. <laughs> so I'm laughing at her name, Olivia Pope. Right. And, oh, okay, okay. I see what you did there. I was laughing when I saw her name too. Actually, I was like, that's that's pretty dope. Actually, she's a really beautiful black woman, man. So, so I really hated to see that she was treated, you know, this way. Um, if it all comes out, you know, that that's what occurred. Um, so, uh, Joe Budden, you're a fucking dick. I almost want to give you donkey of the week just because all the stupid shit you've done in in your life. Um, just sit down, bro. Just sit the fuck down. Yeah, nope. I feel like musically his his career has been over for quite yeah, some time, and he really came back with this podcast and has came back strong with this podcast. And now he's done this bullshit. And it's kind of like, dude, like you were literally given a second chance, and then you and now it. you're about to fuck it up. So yeah, oh no, bro. Joe, I mean Joe Button gives me like Hotep ruler. <laughs> like a pharaoh for them because uh, not a pharaoh we're gonna give him that you know what i'm saying because of course like future is the toxic king so nobody's gonna take that title away but joe budden you kind of in the rankings bro because that was some stupid shit and if she really yeah. has this recorded like it's uh, hopefully you destroyed that tape <laughs> which we sure you didn't but if you if you didn't you might want to get on that bro they might try to settle that shit out of court because that, that'll be that'll be like that'll be fucked up Bro, she can ruin all, like, not only just him, but even the people around. Like, she yeah, that's so, yeah, it. most definitely. Like, I, that's gonna toss a big check for them, then, if they're gonna settle that out of court. Right. I'm off of it. Get your racks. Moving on. <laughs> We're headed over to the new music section. New music. Bloop, 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 bloop. New uh, music. <laughs> so, of course, we did mention that J. Cole dropped his, uh, his debut album. Well, I don't say debut. I'm sorry. Debut for 2021 been so long since we had you, Cole. Sorry. Uh, off season, it actually aimed at uh, supposed to be new, uh, debuting at number one. We saw that it went to number one on iTunes. Um, it will actually be his sixth album in a row if he actually gets it at number one, which I definitely see a tracking for that. Um, so will. we're seeing that it could be the biggest debut of 2021 uh, with actually selling 280 to 310,000 units sold in the first week. So Major shout out to J. Cole, yeah. man. Of course, we've been waiting on you, brother, and we happy to have you back. Yeah, J. Cole, he he does. No, I, I I talk shit about him, but he does numbers. You do. You so do. that's uh, well, let's let's just simmer down just a little bit. We no uh, does numbers that you talk shit about. <laughs> not J. Cole numbers. Anyway, we're talking about <laughs> J. Cole. Uh, shout out to J. Cole. He he most definitely will he will debut at number one next week. Um. Big accomplishment. Like I said, you guys check the album out. I did. It was just kind of okay to me. Uh, but that says a lot coming from me because his prior project, well, I say his, his last few projects, I really haven't fucked with it all. So that's that's really big. Um, the release this week that was so exciting for me was my baby love, Miss Georgia Smith. Love this woman. She actually came out with an EP. Um gave us a few songs man it's it, it's really in my opinion just perfect i have literally been playing that shit all morning i was playing it yesterday day before that like i really been bumping the fuck out of it she really just does no wrong she has this this energy i seen her in concert a few years ago and she just literally lit the damn room up like when she came out it's it's really really amazing um she just kind of really does no wrong to me i think i have a thing for the brits Cause you know you guys know I love Amy Winehouse, 
I absolutely love Adele. And then now we have Georgia. So, yeah, man, uh, shout out to her. Have you heard the project yet? I have actually not heard the project. I am a fan. Um, I think she's an amazing and talented singer, uh, artist mm-hmm. overall. I have not checked out the project. And that is because there was other new music that debuted. And I'm going to go straight into the artist that I'm like. I'm going to let you go back up to the top, but let me go down to Kodak Black. Yes. Oh. Yak did release a project, Haitian boy Kodak. Um, let me say this because I was very, very optimistic and I was so excited to hear new music coming from him. I've been uh, loving the music that he dropped, the Eastern Miami song that he did. I, I fucking played it out. Um, I have to say I was not uh, impressed with the project, though. Um, there were only like two or three songs that he had on there that I really liked. Um, and so I found it to be kind of conflicting. Um, I did like the fact, that, uh, the fact excuse me, that he put a lot of his Haitian culture into the album. Um, he has one song called Oracle where, I mean, he is literally speaking in English and going back and forth between English and Creole, uh, which we know is, you know, uh, you know, the language that they do speak in Haiti. Um, so I did like the fact that he put his own culture, which he does most times, into his project. You know, he's very proud of being Haitian uh, and being Caribbean. And he and he reps that shit to the fullest. We all know he reps that Z shit to the motherfucking top. And so um, he had one song called Round the Roses, which I fucking love. That was a bop. It was actually the first track off of it. So um, Kodak, I'm ready to hear more of the music, man. I guess this was a little bit. You know, the project only had eight songs. So I know this was just a little tease to kind of get you, get your name back out there and see what's going on with it. So give us some more, brother. We want more. Next thing was we were long awaiting on the queen on her return. You know, Nicki Minaj posted several little, you know, Instagram posts, and um, she actually went live last Thursday uh, when she debuted what we thought would be new music in a sense, which it was, uh, but she re-released her old mixtape called Beat Me Up Scotty, um, and it actually had three new tracks on it. Uh, One of the tracks um, was actually featuring Lil Wayne and Drake, so that actually shot up really high to the charts, of course, just because, you know, with the the triad that they have, that's already going to be golden. Um, but that was called Seeing Green. Um, she had a couple other new tracks. Um, I, I'm a B and G. I felt a way about this because I was very excited to hear new music from Nikki. I know that she did this because one, you know, uh, Beam Me Up Scotty is, you know, Nikki's like pinnacle of work. You know, uh, she hit the scene hard with that, and I mean, people can rap that whole that whole mixtape. You know, itty bitty piggy from from you know from sun to sundown. So I know that fans love the fact that she re-released it and put it out. And we, you know, we've been seeing artists re-release their music. You know, Janae Aiko, she uh, re-released Sailing Souls on her birthday this year or whatever, right? So, I mean, we're seeing them do that. That's fine. Um, I just, I think that I felt a little slighted that I didn't get, like, <laughs> something. I don't know. I just, Nikki, if, you, if you're listening, girl, I love you, but I'm, I'm wanting more from you. I, uh, I'm seeing you kind of just stay stagnant mm. in your lane. Really? Oh, I'm getting sleepy. Mm, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm seeing Nikki stay stagnant in her lane, and I just want more for her. I kind of want her to to invoke that grown woman, you know, mindset now because, you know, everything that she's been doing lately has just been like, I'm a bad bitch with money. And, I mean, you are a bad bitch with money. Do not get us wrong. We do not digress that. But, you know, I just want to see more of a grown and sexy kind of look from you now. <laughs> This whole thing of like wearing bedazzled Crocs and you know fucking leggings and tracksuits, whatever the fuck it is. I need more from you. Like, I want to see you be like 
the black version of Miranda Priestly from The Devil Wears Prada or something. Like, I want you to be a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm just not seeing the growth. So that's that's where mm-hmm. I am on that. Well, all right. Um, I'm actually <laughs> shocked to hear you say those things. I'm gonna keep it a book. I'm gonna keep it a book. Cause well, I, just... I, I mean, about time now to go ahead and say that she's garbage, and we will be the best of buddies. I mean, if you that. just go ahead and, and admit that. But for real, queen. I mean, Nikki, she's queen. not. She um. She calls herself a fucking Barbie. Like, Nicki Minaj, you are 40 years old. It's time to let it go. She influenced a whole set of dolls. Asian doll, cash doll, dream doll. It was Cuban doll. I think I'm running out of them. I don't know. It's probably some old. It's a whole bunch of female doll. And Lil' Kim influenced her. So, there you have it. So, so the influence actually came from Kim. Moving on. I'm just saying. But yeah, I have I had those off. Y'all, I'm I'm really sorry. Those off a little bit. You know, one from J Cole. That's one Snoop says. Then Nicki Minaj. Woo, that was a lot. Yeah. So I'm woke now, though. So yeah, uh, we have more <laughs> new new music that actually came out. Uh, my boy Mac Ayers, he came out with a new single, uh, Smoke. Nice. He does no wrong in in, in my opinion. He um, white guy, super smooth. He does R and B, um, indie. Check him out. You will not be disappointed at all. Um, we did mention that Migos dropped a new single, Straightening the album again, does come out on June the 11th. Um, I, I actually I like the song. I remember, you know, when I sent it to you, it was like you was kind of disappointed, but I'm glad you did turn around. I think the song is cool. It's a uh, typical Migos. It's mm. not too much, but you know, it um, it was just it didn't me. have no, it had no depth. Like it was like straightening, straightening. We go like it's good for working out. Does any of their music really have? I mean, so, I, I I feel like it, it, I didn't expect anything. I, it, they gave me what Migos always give me. I expected a little more. I'm not saying that they, you know, are, are deep lyricists or nothing. I'm just saying, right. even it, the I guess the chorus is just really basic to me. Um, yeah, but that's just me. Yeah, I I just I feel like that's typical Migos. Yeah, so it it is what it is, but um. So we did mention this, and I still can't pronounce this guy's name. Um, but he has a song called Fi-Fi. His name's Toby something. I don't know what his last name is. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. No, we away. You know what? Wow. No disrespect to the culture. It made me think of that. Okay, but I digress. Yeah. So he released a song and video for Fi-Fi, and... Like a lot of people love this dude, and I feel like he is very, very talented. Um, and the song isn't bad. The video I really did like, especially the color scheme. I I, I fucking fell in love with that. You have fucking melanin people in white and mint. That shit was beautiful. Can't beat it. So huge shout out to that. The song. So his part um was cool, but then his wife started to rap and she's like six months pregnant and she is screaming to the top of her lungs and it just really <laughs> just threw me off. I'm I mean I'm I'm still confused right now. I, I I after after he got done, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um <laughs> but there's always a message behind his music. So I want you guys to check it out. 
let us know what you think. Um, I, I, I'm not talking about him. I, like he, it's, it's not whack or nothing. It's just kind of, I don't know. It was kind of like the most. It was a lot going on. So, um, did, did you ever get to check out the video, Ad? Well, I definitely checked out the video. I liked it. It looked very relatable. I liked how they were on that um, not platform, but like pavilion where they were just like, yeah. like you know going off and having dance mm-hmm. dance battles and stuff like that. I absolutely love the color scheme. Um, I told you that grill he got in his mouth. Oh, this shit was hard. Yeah, that was lit. I actually didn't know this. Um, so girl actually went with to school with at Alabama. She's actually in that video, man. So shout out to Deirdre cool. Graham. Um, she's an uh, amazing dancer. Um, she's done a lot of great work. So it was really cool to see her featured in that project, man. So shout out to that. But I I loved it. The song. Uh, I can hear what he has going. I could hear it, but it necess- not necessarily wasn't my cup of tea. But I can hear what he's doing. I can hear where yeah. he's going with it. And he does have a different sound. And I think that's what I can always respect about artists is when you stand out. and we, Right. He definitely uh, stands out. Absolutely. I mean, aside from the screaming that he was doing. Um, so I just like it when they can kind of, you know, go out of the norm. And again, I mean, it was just very artistic and, and it was done very very well. I mean, he executed the project great. And I love the fact that they're like an African garb and you know, the wife is like sitting down and then she starts rapping. I mean, it was just it's something to see. So absolutely check it out. Yeah, I thought she was going to go on the label. She was real hype. Labor! You So we have reached that pinnacle of the show where we love to give what's called the roses. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with that, we love to give uh, just credit and due to those artists or those in the world who are, you know, really contributing or, you know, that we want to shine a light on. Um, so this week uh, we chose to give it to Seven Streeter. Um, hey. If you guys are not familiar with Seven Streeter, um, she um, really has done a lot of work underneath Chris Brown. Um, if mm-hmm. you guys have noticed that, um, but she actually entered the game in uh, two different girl groups, which I didn't know this. Uh, the first girl group was TG4, and then the other one was Rich Girl. Um, mm-hmm. now I do remember Rich Girl, and I do remember they had that one song, and I do remember Seven in that group. Um, but she ventured out um, and actually started working solo. Um, and I think you guys probably remember her biggest song was probably would be It Won't Stop featuring Chris mm-hmm. Brown, uh, which is still a bop to this day. Um, yes. She's uh, she's released a couple EPs, a couple of songs here, and I wanted to give a light to her because not only does she, you know, help and you know she helps with charity work, and she's really a she's really a big advocate in her home city. Um, she's from Haines City, Florida, which is like right outside of uh, Tampa, somewhat. Um, so she also gives back onto her community, but also Seven has this sound and this look, and I just feel like she doesn't get what's deserved for her because hmm, she doesn't have the right team behind her. And I right. feel like she could be so much bigger than what she is. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with the controversy that happened with the whole Chris Brown and Rihanna thing back because that's when it, that was like 2012, I think, when that song came out. Um, and that's kind of the whole, that was like that whole timing of when Chris Brown and the Rihanna thing kind of happened. Um, so I feel like it kind of hindered her, if that makes right. sense. Uh, sorry, it came out 2013. But I, I feel like that's what slowed her down because Chris Brown was on such a heightened trajectory. Right. And she was like literally right underneath her. She would have been right behind him. And um, she's featured on a lot of his uh, songs as well. She has an excellent voice, but even her own. I mean, I've seen Seven Streeter in concert, and I mean, she's a, she's an artist, man. She's an entertainer. Um, so I hopefully we will see more of her um, in the future. Um but she has a great voice and a great look. Yeah. And uh, overall, she has that star quality. 
I just yeah, feel she like does. she's not being promoted and marketed the way that she should be. So, uh, major shouts out to her, man. What were you gonna say? So I, I, I'm going to tell you. So I, I am going to say this. Um, seven in, incredible voice, um, incredible dancer, incredible writer. Um, I feel like so when when I uh, discovered her, she was in the group Rich Girl, like you stated. Um, and she was, I guess, I don't know, I'll say one of the lead singers, because I don't know which one was lead. But the other girl, she was kind of, you know, light-skinned chick or whatever. And she was that girl you would look at and be like, okay, out of this group, this is going to be the one that's going to be the star. This that this is what I'm thinking about the other girl. Mm-hmm. Because Seven Streeter, you know, she's, she's a dark-skinned chick, I guess. You know, they would look at her as like the Kelly Rowland of, of that mm-hmm. particular group. Um, and I think that that probably has a lot to do with it. And I hate to say that. Um, it's the first. Skin, yeah, skin tone is, is is most definitely a thing. And I kind of feel like if she was a lighter skin tone and looked like the girl that was in the group with her, who was a, another amazing singer and dancer, if she looked like her, she would be, I, I'm going to say, a lot bigger. Because there, there's no reason why Seven shouldn't be bigger than what she is. Uh, I'm not sure why she didn't have a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, like, she is wrote for a lot of people. She has an amazing vocal, and she's an amazing dancer. Um, so, yeah, most she most definitely deserves the roses this week. Um, she is... she she She's amazing. I, I just really hate that she isn't where she should be. But it's, mm-hmm. it's never too late. You know, if, if we get down the road 10 years from now, and they be like, finally, like she's winning these Grammys. She's getting there. She's getting there. It's kind of like, okay, well, fuck it. Goddamn it. By the time you give it to her, we give you your shit now. Bingo. Because it, it really only takes one project. Like, if she had one, like, stellar album, because I, I don't think she's released any albums. It's only just been EPs. Right. Um, but I mean, she had great songs. I mean, Sex on the Ceiling. Uh, yes, I remember that shit. Yeah. Next, I mean, Shattered. I mean, she has really dope songs, and I just feel that she has so much more star quality and potential than what she's given. So, like I said, I think if you know everything hadn't happened with Chris Brown, because she was literally just like she was like his protege, and so uh, to see that that didn't translate well over into what's going on now, I just hope that she really gets the um, that break that she deserves to really catapult her, man. So, right. major shout out to Seven Street, man. If you ain't got your roses yet, girl, we gonna get into your right motherfucking nah, girl. Right nah. Right motherfucking nah. So, <laughs> we gave out the roses. We know that's the pinnacle now. Let's get to the lowest of the low, stupid dummy bitch award. Oh, Jesus. You're so, a dummy, bitch. So, so, so. This week, we have Fat Joe. Who um, <laughs> let some dumb shit come out of his mouth, and he said that DJ Khaled. Now I, I just want you guys just to just listen to what I'm about to say. This oh. man said DJ Khaled is the Quincy Jones. Let, let me say it again, Quincy Jones, the Quincy the Jones, motherfucking iconic Quincy Jones of hip hop. Nigga, are are you dumb? I don't know. Where I mean, clearly you you fucking stupid. Do you? He 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 must not know who Quincy Jones is and what Quincy Jones is capable of because DJ Khaled is nowhere 
near Quincy Jones. He's not even touching. He don't even. Uh, uh, don't mind. Don't listen. Let me let me just let me just calm down. Because it kind of pisses me off. Because I kind of feel like that's a uh, clearly. <laughs> that's a um. That's a dig. Like, nigga, do you know who? Do you know what Quincy Jones has done for the motherfucking culture? You you must not know. And and Fat Joe's a fucking artist. So you should know. Thank you. Oh well, uh, yeah, Fat Joe, you're a dummy. When I got this and when I received it, uh, not only is DJ Khaled nowhere near Quincy Jones' level of talent, of of dedication, of hard work, of the accolades that Quincy Jones has received. I don't even want DJ Khaled dancing anywhere near Quincy Jones. We know he likes to do his little dances and all that stuff like that. I don't even want that near Quincy Jones. Uh, and I really put this on you, Fat Joe, because DJ Khaled did not say this. You did. Right. You, sir, you have a long way to go. Clearly. Mentally, I think that something is <laughs> wrong with you. <laughs> and if you're going to keep making statements like this, we're going to have to put you on the stick and shut in list. Um, and we don't mind Ooh, doing that. We know? do not. We do not. But if with with idiot statements such as this, um, I, I think you need to be reprimanded. Um, so we're gonna pray for you. <laughs> uh, we're gonna pray. Let us, let us go and say a prayer real quick. Sweet baby Jesus, we take this time out to seriously ask that you watch over the well being of Fat Joe, of anybody else who thinks like Fat Joe. And anybody who does not think like that, Joe, and has some common sense. Hallelujah. Amen. Roll Tide. Amen. So, uh, with that being said, because I am just disgusted now. <laughs> <laughs> it really left a bad taste in my mouth because I tried yeah. to picture it and I, and I didn't like the picture. Yeah. We're going to end on that note. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us once again for For the Record Podcast. We will continue hey, to bring hey, you this, hey. these music and these notions that these uh, artists give us at times. Um, and we will be back next week. So We will be soon. back next week. See you guys soon. See you Big later. Cat out. Big Cat out. <laughs> Big Cat. <laughs>